Hello and welcome to a new season of Sailor Time to Pause, a new season with a new schedule. We will still have all your favourite types of episodes, but instead of releasing every weekday, we will be releasing one episode every Monday for you to be filled and to listen to at your leisure during the week. We will also be welcoming a new member of the podcast team, Gracie, joining us for our So What's on the last day of the month. Spending time to look back and reflect on the month and also share any thoughts from our listener community. We look forward to spending time together in this new season. It's great to have you with us. Welcome to Sailor Time to Pause. I will stop and breathe in your presence. Just breathe. Just breathe. Today is Easter Monday and we are fresh off the back of Easter. Jesus has risen. And I think it's so important to carry on with the hype of this into this week and continue into the next year. Because although Sunday has been and gone, the promise and the grace given and the reality of a fulfilled promise continues. Today is of course a musical musings and we're looking at the song Sunday is Coming by Phil Wickham. Friday's good cause Sunday is coming Don't lose hope cause Sunday is coming Devil, you're done, you better start running Friday's good, cause Sunday is coming This is a great storytelling song, depicting the most iconic and important part of Jesus' ministry and life. The first verse in this song uses cleverly worked references from the Bible describing who this man, Jesus, was. A great light dawns in Galilee. Galilee is said to be a place where people are living in darkness. A place where people, like you and me, fall short. A place that needs redemption. A place where Jesus decided he needed to go. Matthew shows that Jesus is that light dawning in Galilee. He shines brightly in the land of darkness, known then as Galilee of the Gentiles. Instead of coming first to a well-lit region, Christ comes first to the people living in darkness. This is a powerful example set by Jesus. There are also so many more examples where Jesus came for the worst. He came for the people marginalised by society. He came to stand up for them and ultimately set them free. He knew well what it would take To free us all from sin and grave A perfect man would have to die Jesus knew what it would take. He knew he would have to die. He predicted it on multiple occasions. He knew the scriptures well. In reading the Old Testament, there seems to be so many rules. Rules about sacrifice to the Lord. Rules of atonement. What kind of animals needed to be killed to pay the price. Or how long someone would need to be exiled. But this is all pre-Jesus. Jesus came and changed everything. He turned the world upside down. He would take the place of all these sacrifices and blood needed for forgiveness and atonement. 
He also knew that in Isaiah 53 it says this. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind. A man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Therefore I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death, and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. This is a passage pre-Jesus, a passage predicting the coming Messiah the only one who could set us free. What on earth must Jesus have felt knowing this? The weight of the world on his shoulders. Take a moment to think about this, to thank him for taking this upon himself. So we let those soldiers take him in As his friend betrayed him with a kiss Before the mocking crowd Like a lamb to the slaughter didn't make a sound He let the soldiers take him. He freely went, freely gave himself up for sacrifice. That can't have been easy. The night before he was to be arrested, he spent time praying and talking to the father. He cried out in anguish, begging for an alternative. He was so scared he sweated blood. But again, he ultimately gave in to the Father's will. He says, your will be done, Lord. Then Judas, Jesus' friend, betrayed him with a kiss for 30 pieces of silver, the general going price for a slave. He was mocked and disowned by the crowd. He could have been freed, but the people were swayed and tempted away from the Saviour. But again, yet he went willingly. Despite all of this, he willingly chose to be taken for you and for me. Not only was he sentenced to die, but he was tortured and forced to carry the very torture device that would cause his death. All for you and all for me to set us free. According to the Gospel of Mark, he endured the torment of crucifixion from the third hour until his death at the ninth hour, which is about six hours. And through all of this time, the redemption of the world was on his heart. The redemption of you and the redemption of me. Friday's good, good Sunday is
Yes, Jesus died. The world went dark. The devil thought he had won. But as we sing this chorus, we remind the devil. Devil, you're done. You better start running. On Good Friday, the Lord of all went in chase of the devil. In chase of sin and shame. He never stood a chance. So take this moment to remind your devils that they better start running. Because my God is coming for you. You don't stand a chance. Often as a child, I would think, why is it called Good Friday? Jesus, my pal, died. Is that good? But the good is the promise that comes with it. A video I often think about is this. It's Friday. The Romans beat my Jesus. They robe him in scarf. They crown him with thorns. But they don't know that Sunday's come. Just like the devil when he thought he'd won, the people seemed to not realise. It is only Friday. Sunday is a coming. Now Jesus had said to his disciples that Sunday was coming, that he would rise, but the sorrow and grief was still very real. How hard must it have been to live for those few days? Jesus, the Messiah, had been slain. It's hard for us to imagine, really. We always have the reminder and the fact that he did rise again, all the time. But take a few moments to try and reflect on what it must have been like to know Jesus as a friend and saviour, watched him die in agony and have to sit and wait whilst he lay in the grave. Then he breathed his last and bowed his head The Son of God and man was dead with bloody hands, tears on their face. They laid him down inside that grave. But that wasn't the end. That wasn't the end. That wasn't the end. Let me tell you what happened next. I love the reminder, the passion, and the excitement in this song and in Phil's voice. An excitement to tell of the wonders and miracles of Jesus' resurrection. An excitement that it wasn't the end. Let me tell you what happened next. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? The promise of the resurrection is as real today as it was back then. Imagine the shock, wonder and awe of the women that were told by the angel that he is alive. Imagine being told that someone you love, who once was dead, is actually alive again. Jesus is here with you and we praise him. He sits upon his throne in glory and we also know that he has promised to come again. Church arise, he's coming soon. A great light dawns in Galilee. Some say madman, some say king. Wonder working rebel priest. Jesus Christ the Nazarene. He knew well what it would take to free.